if I put a sock on my phone and see if that does what I want it to do. Okay. This is my intro song. Hi friends, this is Cindy Lynn and welcome to a Welcome Rarity podcast. This is my first draft, so it is not going to be perfect, which really, really, um takes the pressure off of being perfect which is kind of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast I feel like as I've grown and I'm not even that old I'm only 24 but I feel like in the short years that I've had I've really come to learn that there is no such thing as perfection and there really just is different there is there are different people different personalities different lives different circumstances and none of it is perfect it's actually all quite ugly and messy Um, but that does not mean that it cannot be beautiful Um, and I guess that kind of brings me to the title of for the name of this podcast which is I've chosen a welcome rarity which is a username that I kind of embarrassingly made up when I was in like sixth grade, um, rarity was a vocab word and I somehow found the words a welcome rarity and pushed them together and my sixth grade self was like, that sounds really cool. So I'm gonna make it my handle for all of my social media. And it is to this day. Um, also part of the reason I wanted this handle was cause oh, I already have all the handles. Um, but to go not off track, to go back on track, a welcome rarity, I feel like the unexpected things in life should be welcomed. They're, they're not always what we want, uh, rarely actually what we want, but I think always what we need and we should welcome those things into our lives as openly and as accepting as we can. I guess I just really wanted to start this because I'm a person who likes to share thoughts and feelings through words. And I've been told by friends that they would like me to put my thoughts and feelings into podcast form. So here we are. Um, Yeah, I don't know the best way. Well, I didn't know the best way to do like an intro episode, which is what I think the first episode should be. Um, So I collected questions from my close friends and I asked them if someone wanted to get to know me, what's a question they should ask me to get to know me better? So I've compiled a list of questions, I've numbered them, and I'm going to use a random number generator to pick numbers at random. So um, if that interests you getting to know me, Stay tuned to me answering questions that my friends asked me to answer so you could get to know me better. Solid intro, Cindy. Solid intro. Okay. Oh gosh, this one's so silly. Okay, one friend asked, if you could be a bug, what bug would you be and why? And I think this is the most ridiculous question because I don't know anything about bugs. I don't quite like them, um, I just kind of like let them be, like if they're just like chilling around me, I let them be, all life is sacred, so I don't, I try my best not to kill things, I'm gonna say a stick bug, 
you know the ones that look like sticks? I just think bugs that can blend into their surroundings are very cool. Like the ones that look like leaves, or the ones that look like sticks, the ones that look like moss, I think those are pretty cool. Um, that's not what bug I would be, that's the bug I want to be. That's my answer for that question. Okay, where do babies come from? I didn't want to answer this question, but I wrote it down anyways, because I thought it'd be funny. Okay, so where do babies come from? I don't want to answer this question. I really just wanted to use it as an icebreaker into me to fascination and adoration of sexology and sex education. I think it's so important. I think it's so interesting. Maybe because it is so taboo to talk about sex and sex things. Um, I don't know if I'm going to talk about that on this podcast because it's not something I can really speak to, but I just want to put out there into the world that I'm sex positive, that I try my best to be understanding of people's sexualities and what they want to do with their lives, what they're interested in and what they like. I try to be as supportive as possible because like I think everything is valid as long as it's consensual and safe. Um, yeah, so I think babies are good. You could ask like a sexologist or your parents or where babies come from. I'm not here to do that. It's not that type of co- podcast. Okay. Would you be down to go to a drag show with me? Hell yes. Just yes. I really want to go to drag brunch. It just looks so fun. The queens are just so fabulous and I'm just so jealous of them and I want to be them. But I also just want to be around that energy. It's just so like pure and lovely and just like they're cheering you on just as much as you're cheering them on. And I, I, I really enjoy drag, even though I've only stepped my foot in it one time. But I would love to go to a drag show with you. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> okay. Um, next question. What do you do? Not your occupation. Okay, what do I do? Um, not my occupation. That makes the question a little harder. We like to automatically be like, I'm a student. I'm a marketing major. I'm this, this, and that. I'm president and CEO of this company, but that's not what I am. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Recently, it's been a lot of drama slash commentary videos, mostly surrounding Shane Dawson (laughs) right now because that's the heavy topic um, on YouTube. I have really been doing a lot of research on African-American history given the current circumstances um, in the world with the Black Lives Matter movement and just like the wave that's coming and I just feel more, I just feel more empowered now more than ever to educate myself and learn about african-american history which by the way is just american history it's just the side of american history that is not really taught to us we're taught all the like white people stuff but we're not taught the black brown people stuff you know so that's something i've been doing i've been taking a course online for free shout out dr holloway now the president of rutgers university my alma mater what else do i do i so I knit, I write a lot, I keep many journals because I'm a weirdo, um, and I play the cello. Does that answer the question? 
yeah i think that's sufficient what else do i do i support the people i care about to the best of my ability because i feel like everyone needs a good strong support system and if i can be even a fraction of what a good support system is i think some people are better off with even just that so that's my goal in life is to be a support and to support people what's your favorite ice cream flavor shout out to anderson ice cream in central jersey because right now my favorite ice cream is thai tea by them it's just so good and creamy and tastes exactly like thai's tea i don't know how they did it it's amazing um so yeah that's an easy question and a good way to get a shout out thank you anderson ice cream okay next question questions questions to get to know me better all right what are your fave eco-friendly brands everyone's doing sustainability slash eco questions with me um because they know that i care about it a lot um but i'm not good at answering them on the spot if you ask me like what's sustainability i could go on and on but with regards to being a sustainable and responsible consumer that's something i'm very new to um but with regards to sustainable brands, I think I started out, well, one, to answer the question, I really like Pella Case. They make um, phone cases out of plant-based materials. So the phone is actually completely biodegradable. Because um, actually, I actually like changing out cases every once in a while. Um, but if they're all made out of plastic, that's a lot of phone cases out there in the world. That will spend forever on the world because plastic is not biodegradable or in any way ooh, excuse me can't really be broken down organically or in a way that's good for the planet um so i really like pella case i started using dry shampoo daily dry shampoo which is like a powdered dry shampoo i found them on instagram it's powdered and like you apply it by dipping a brush into it like a thick bristled brush into it and you just like sweep it over your hair i like that because um, aerosol cans are no bueno for the environment. Um, <clears throat> with regards to specific brands, I don't know if I could really answer that. I just think there's just things in general, like habits that you should do that can be more sustainable, like a reusable water bottle or um, only buying what you really need. I think right now trying to be... Another question I was asked is how am I trying to be more sustainable? I'm trying to buy less clothes um trying to live with what i already have and not purchase as much it's been easier now because i can't really go outside to buy anything but it's been i guess a good thing that i haven't been like spending all of my time um indoors in quarantine uh shopping online because i haven't and it's been a money saver but yeah the most sustainable thing i've come to learn is working with what you already have and not consuming more not purchasing more and kind of just yeah not living beyond your means there's I mean some people might call that minimalism um to me it's just like I don't want to create more waste in the world okay next question okay next question oh so someone said ask her about the people she admires in her life Ooh, this one's hard I love this question and I love the person who asked me this question but this one's a hard one. Who do I admire in my life? 
These answers have kind of changed ever since I've gone to therapy. Uh, who do I admire in my life? This is a hard question to answer. Who do I admire? Because um, currently I'm going through a lot of realizations that the people I admire, I've been a- admiring in kind of an unhealthy way, a way that kind of puts them on a pedestal. Ooh, that's thunder. Um, puts them on a pedestal, I put unrealistic expectations on them, and in a way I'm putting myself down because I'm comparing myself to the people I admire. I mean, these people have been successful classmates and peers, successful adults, again, but what does successful mean and how have I used that definition of successful that these people only fit in, but not necessarily me? Um, So this is a weird question currently where I'm trying and I hope this doesn't come out extremely narcissistic but I'm really trying to learn how to admire myself that might sound weird but that's kind of the conclusion I'm coming to now is that I have a lot to be proud of there's a lot of resistance in me there's a lot of skills and strengths and talents i've gone through things that i am proud of now that i used to be very embarrassed of but here i am (laughs) learning to be proud of myself and learning to give myself credit where it is due i'm learning to admire myself and it is very hard to do such a thing because i think as we all know we are our most tough critic because we know all of our own flaws we know ourselves better than we know anyone else it's easier for us to critique ourselves and to hate on ourselves than anyone else because we know the truth because our truth is our perception of ourselves right so in turn admiring myself is kind of allowing myself to change how i view myself allow myself to be more admiring of my own person i don't know if that makes sense but i think that's going to be my answer for this question because right now i think i need to work on being realistic with myself and not putting myself against people i admire and that's because i've been putting myself against people i admire i haven't just been admiring for admiring sake i've been admiring to be like why can't i be like that person and i think that's something i'm trying to change right now okay that was deep let's try okay this one's a little more lighthearted. ask her what's her latest craft project so i actually just finished this yesterday i've been doing a lot of painting by numbers because anxiety has been at peak with a pandemic and a global justice movement um just like a lot is going on in the world and i just anxiety is a thing that i live with and uh, i've really found painting to be something that calms me and soothes me and brings me back down to earth and stops my heart from palpating um palpitating palp palpitation yeah palpitating i'm gonna pretend and assume that that is a word it calms me down so i've been painting my number because i don't really know how to paint paint for real by myself um i have art friends who do that i am not one of them but yeah i painted 
a scene from Up, Pixar's Up, where the house is flying in the air attached to a bajillion colorful balloons. I've just finished that. Up is my favorite movie of all time. And so I'm really glad that I was able to finish that project. Before that, I was working on face masks um, for healthcare professionals. And I made, I did go through a round of that and I have more fabric to be turned into masks, but I have not gone to that yet. Um, so that's still trying to be happened. Trying to be happened. Okay. Ask me about love and relationships. That one's so hard and loaded. I know who asked me this and it's kind of hard. I could talk, this might be like a couple episodes in itself if I continue to do such a podcast. I guess what I will say, because I can't just talk about love and relationships, the thing I want to talk about most as a core fundamental pillar of this podcast is my view and thoughts on love and relationships. I think love is very misunderstood nowadays with our society and what we're living with. I think it's a lot easier than we give ourselves, than we, it's a lot easier than we allow ourselves to believe, I say. I don't think love is hard. People say love is confusing and love is hard and love is pain and love is blah blah blah. I think love is actually very simple. It's not that tricky at all. It's a feeling, it's something we do. I think what makes love complicated is the human aspect. Humans make love complicated with our thoughts and our worries and our insecurities, anxieties, whatever, um, jealousy, whatever you wanna call it. I don't think love in itself is that complicated though. And I hope to go more into that with self-love, love of friends, family, romantic others, if we so choose to partake in romance. Um, yeah, love ain't that bad, guys. Okay. What would you tell me if I was struggling? This was a touching question to get from my friend because I think it shows that I support them when I am when they are struggling. But then again, like what I would tell you if you were struggling is very dependent on what you're struggling with. Um, but I guess in general, if you were struggling, I would tell you that whatever you're feeling right now is completely valid. Do not fight it. It is not wrong. It is not embarrassing. It's not anything to be ashamed of. What you feel is natural and your body is making you feel it for a reason. It's your natural reaction to whatever is happening in your life right now. And that is okay you will be okay allow yourself to go through the motions of whatever it is that you are going through right now know that you are strong enough to go through whatever it is you're going through right now i believe that we are not thrown anything that we are incapable of handling i think we have all the tools and potential within us to conquer whatever it is that challenges us in this life and I know for damn sure that you are no different and that you are going to be not just fine you're gonna be great you're gonna grow and you're gonna be stronger and it's tough right now Ooh, it's tough right now tough 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 in the moment when you are really having a tough time and I get that and feel that that's totally about take as long as you need to feel that frustration 
and anger and injustice that you're feeling because that that needs to be felt but when you're ready and you feel like you are strong enough to move forward you are fully capable of doing that love you you're doing great sweetie um yeah Oh, I didn't set this number generator to the right number. No wonder it's giving me bad numbers. Okay, next. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna end with this one. If you had a pet rock, what would you name it? I wanna say Rocky, but that sounds like such a silly name to name a rock. Pebble? Like the Flintstones? I think that's weird too. I had a pet rock. What would I name it? Okay, I'm picturing a rock in my hand. Okay, picturing a rock. Maybe I um, picked it up from the beach in Taiwan. And Chester. I would name the rock Chester. And that's all the time we have today for the Welcome Rarity Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Join in next time where I figure out what the hell I'm going to talk about next time. Bye! This is my outro song. I was made for this.